It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to the Franchise Academy Podcast. This is another great show. Glad you tuned in. We have some really great lessons for you in this podcast coming up. If you've never listened to the Franchise Academy before, my name is Tom Scarta, and I am a franchise consultant and advisor, and on a regular basis, for the past 16 years almost, I've been matching people with franchise opportunities based on skills, personality, goals, kind of like the e-harmony of business is what I like to call it, and I help people figure out if franchising is for them or not. It's really not for everybody, and so I, I am a teacher at heart, and I love teaching people about how to control their own destiny the way I did and the way I made that transition from being a government worker with the transit authority in New York City to owning my own business. So um, lots of uh, information for you here on this podcast. Go back to the franchiseacademy.com, listen to the old episodes and just a lot of good information for you. Feel free to reach out to me directly if you want to chat. I'm at tom at the franchiseacademy.com. You can reach me there anytime, and I'll gladly have a conversation with you and answer any questions you might have. On today's episode, I have Andy Zapata. Andy is the founder and CEO of Physical Therapy Now. This is a Florida-based, Miami-based franchise that has about 40 franchises open now, and he's growing it at a really smart pace across the country. So I want to welcome Andy on the show. Andy, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Welcome, my friend. All right. Well, Tom, what an honor to be here. Um, You know, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, and I'm just really excited to be sharing these moments and hopefully bring some amazing value to your listeners um, that I can share my story and, uh, and, and give you guys some value, right? Yeah, that, that's exactly what we want. A little bit of education, some stories, a couple of laughs, make us cry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so are you a physical therapist by trade? Did you go to the... So, no, I'm not. I, I Kind of. I'm an occupational therapist by trade, which is, uh, hmm, my opinion, very similar to a physical therapist with a different goal. Uh, so an occupational therapist's goal is to rehabilitate your shoulder uh, for the purpose of your occupation, whether it's to get dressed or go back to work. Um, And a physical therapist is go is to rehab the same shoulder for the purposes of you using your shoulder, which is kind of the same thing, but a little different. Okay. No, that that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, um, I know people that have gone through occupational therapy as well as physical therapy. I love physical therapy. I had a great experience with a physical therapist um, a couple of years ago for my shoulder. And it was amazing. I was like, wait a second, I got other ailments. Can you help me with my lower back? And, and she's like, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, I have a bad ankle. Can you help me with that? Absolutely. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> it was just so great. So great. So how did you decide like, hey, I'm going to franchise physical therapy? You know, uh, Tom, I started this company in 2003, so about 18, 17 years ago. And, um, and believe it or not, I started off a credit card loan that my mother lent me. 
And that's a different uh, story for a different day. But, um, you know, about three years into me uh, being very successful, um, I started helping other physical therapists and entrepreneurs learn the skills that took me three years to learn. And I, I learned that I learned that I love to, to teach and educate and help. And so I started really just consulting people on, hey, you do this and you do that and you're going to be very successful. And I must have helped 30 or 40 physical therapists and entrepreneurs open their practice. And as everybody, when the recession came in 2008, 2010, I stopped, I stopped doing that. Um, and I really focused on building my brand for five years. And for five years after that, I just started scaling my own practice. And again, five years later, I was, I was at a level that I was very successful. My family was in order. My kids were in order. My business was in order. And I said, well, what do I do now? Like everything's perfect in my life. <laughs> and so I kind of need a new challenge, which sometimes if I knew, really, right, right, if I knew how much challenging it was, I would have done it. But at the, end of the, at the end of the tunnel, there's some light. And so I decided to create a franchise because of the know-how and the skills I had developed as an educator and helping um, a lot of these physical therapy centers. And so we launched in 2016, and the rest is history. Uh, well, dynamite. So what piece of advice? So you're, you're like, you're new to kind of the franchise world, four years. Um, and, and you're having great success, even though it's only four years. Um, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's listening right now, who's starting a franchise, and they're struggling, they don't, they don't know which way is up? <laughs> so, wow. Um you know, there's just so much advice. Number one, um, talk to consultants, like hire a consultant because, you know, the regulations on the FTC and all these regulations are very, very stringent. And, you know, you can get into trouble by not knowing the right rules. And there's a lot of rules. So hire a buddy, hire a consultant, um, speak to other franchisors. You guys are welcome to call me if you're a franchisor and you just want to pick my brain and some advice. But that's the first advice is get some help. But regarding the scaling of your practice, you know, I see that there's still a lot of franchisors that are working in their practice as their original store. Like they're still in there. They're stuck. They have a franchise, but they're stuck. They're still stuck as a technician and it, it doesn't work. You have to get out and just let everybody else do the work. And you're, you're here just navigating the ship, right? You're not even driving it. You're just giving instructions as, as to where to drive. So you become the visionary. So, yeah, it sounds like, um, it sounds like Michael Gerber's E-Myth, if you ever read that book. That's exactly, yeah, you, you get out of the practitioner role and you become, you know, the, 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 the operator and you work on your business, like he says, instead of in your business. Yeah, that's so important. And, and that's where I think even regular business people that are not franchised get stuck. They're, they're, the thing is, is it's really not that difficult to start a business, but it's very difficult to scale a business. That's right. That's, that's the challenge. And that's how franchising helps you actually scale. So what's the biggest challenge um, that you've had so far? Yeah, so we've we've grown at a very steady rate. We've grown organically. We haven't really put a lot of money into sales or franchising, and we did that for the reason of 
we wanted to really understand what the needs were in, in the, in the franchisees, like what is it that they needed? You know, it's a new concept kind of, there's not a lot of franchises like ours. And we really, we really wanted to dedicate the time to, to learning what the needs are. And we learned what the needs are and we were able to adapt and give them exactly what they need. But the number one challenge, Tom, that I wish somebody had mentored me a little bit earlier. And I will give you this. Some, a gentleman from 7-Eleven, came up to me in a franchise show and said, hey, so what are your challenges? And I'm like, well, you know, we can't find enough leads here and there. And uh, he says, well, that's surprising. He says, I would, I would have thought that your biggest challenge are your franchisees. I said, why? That's not a challenge to me. And it ends up that the biggest challenge that we've had is finding the right candidate for the right business. Kind of like the magic that you do, right? The matchmaking that is an essential part of the business because, you know, systems and processes are systems and processes, but somebody wanting to have or run those systems and processes um, is, is, a, is a mindset that you have to have for that business. Yeah. So matching the right candidate, the right franchisee with the right brand, I would say is the number one um, challenge that we've had. And I think that any franchisor in any market is going to have the same challenge. I, I totally agree. And that's kind of my, my mantra when I speak to people. And it's like I'm on a podcast or a radio show or something like that. The biggest challenge is people wake up in the morning like, all right, I hate my boss. I'm going to quit. I'm going to buy a franchise. I love golf. So I'm going to buy a golf franchise or I love donuts. So I'm going to open up a Dunkin' Donuts or my profession is physical therapy. So I'm going to buy a physical therapy franchise. It doesn't work that way. Am I right? No, it does not. It, uh, it doesn't work like that. And, you know, people have to be, like I said, just have the right mindset. So one of the things that we've done in our organization is really, really like put the e-brakes on the, on the process of awarding franchises and making sure that we take our time to consult with the, the people that are interested to make sure that this is the right brand, the right culture for them. Um, because the last thing we want is for somebody to say, you know, Andy, I love physical therapists. Like I, I had great physical therapies. You know, I, I fell in love with my physical therapist, but I didn't really want to treat all these people in one day. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's really a problem because people often you know, start getting into franchising, you know, around 40 years old. They have what I call a midlife awakening. Um, and, and they want to get out of what they're doing because they made the choice to go into that career when they were, you know, 18 or whatever, 20, or the career chose them. So they wake up at 40 and they're like, I really hate what I'm doing. There's got to be more to life than just paying the bills. And, and so people hear the mantra, well, you know, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And that's true if you're working a job, but a business is not a job. That's right. So you need to find, like, if you're, if you're an accountant, you don't need H&R Block. You should not buy an H&R Block, but you should find something that you enjoy doing in regard to the business development. And it doesn't matter. You could be a vegetarian and own a McDonald's. Um, you could be really out of physical shape and, and on a physical therapy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so 
Tom, let me step in and say, I believe franchising is an amazing opportunity for anybody who's looking to open up a business. But it is the, 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 the key to it is if you find the right brand and the right, like you said, the right franchise, because maybe you don't want to wake up at seven in the morning to open up the doors at eight. And maybe you don't want to sit there for eight hours and maybe you don't want to make donuts or maybe you love physical therapy, but you don't like seeing it being done. Right. So, so we spend a lot of time just making sure that this is something that they want to do. Yeah. And, and I congratulate you for that. Instead of just saying, Oh, you could write a franchise fee check. We'll take it, you know, because that's going to end up as, as a major headache down the road. That's right. Um, and I could talk about all sorts of analogies that are like that, but I just, I just give you credit for being discerning about who you will award a franchise to and not just sell a franchise to anybody. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's like dirty money when you take money that, you know, that they, they don't belong here. And so, you know, my integrity is too high to, to do that to anybody. That's so we, we take it slow. We rather, you know, just grow slow, grow at a right pace and, and with the people that want to be here. Right. So m- money, in, in my opinion, and in many people's opinion, money is, is energy. And if you take what you call, you know, dirty money or dark money or bad money or unhappy money, mm-hmm. it, it slides through your fingers. Somehow, some way, there's karma that happens and you end up blowing that money or something happens and you got to pay some big fees because of some crazy mistake you made and the government says, oh, you owe us, you know, $200,000 in back taxes or something crazy. So you got you to gotta be clean with, with your money energy and, and then it, won't come, it will not come back to haunt you, yeah. which is probably a whole other podcast that we could do just on that. um, and it's and it's uh it's easy to say right from like our mouth right but when you see those forty thousand dollar checks flying in you're like oh my god i just sold 10 franchises wow 10 more on the pipe like i can take another 10 and then 10 more and and so it's like it's like your mind and your heart are fighting each other to take it or not take it but at the end of the day like if if somebody gives you the right advice they'll say look don't don't take the money right just grow organically, make sure that they're right fit for you. And I will tell you this, working, if you have an internal franchise development team or you have an external franchise development team, everybody um, in this industry is really pushing for growth, right? Because you want to feel like your brand is growing. You know, our competitors are at X amount of franchises and we're only here. So you want to catch up and your competitive edge is kicking in. And so, you you know, you want to do it because you think it's right for the brand and you think it's right for the, uh, for your organization and you want to give everybody higher paying wages and bonuses and everything. But at the end of the day, your sanity and your peace of mind is worth millions more than you're going to make. Yeah. And, and so that's the number one piece of advice I would give anybody listening to, to you right now. I love that. That's, that's insightful. And that's coming from somebody who's been there. You know, because taking those franchise fees could become addicting is, is kind of what you were saying there. And, and we know addiction never leads to anything good. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. And by the way, this is not something new. I just I just happened to learn about it early in my career. Thank God. I mean, you know, three, four years into it. Right. Um, but there's people that don't have the chance to get this advice. And so us putting it out there, hopefully will help, you know, some brands grow at the right pace and for the right reason with the right people. There you go. Thank you for that. Appreciate that advice. Yep. What do you consider a successful franchisee? Well, for one, exactly what we're talking about. They're, they're fulfilled, right? Number one, are they fulfilled and happy with what they're doing? Um, and, and number two, are they profitable? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and number three, are they buying, buying another unit? So I think like over 80% of our first franchisees of the first year have bought another unit. So that's very, uh, fulfilling to me to see that they're excited about the brand. They're excited about the possibilities of scaling the brand and, and growing the revenue, their take home. Um, and it, it just goes to show that, you know, we're doing something right. Um, yeah. And, and that's, a, that's what I consider a happy franchisee. And, that, and that's, um, that's, that's wonderful. So, yes, a happy franchisee makes money. But I also believe that a happy business owner or successful business owner is someone that could buy time. Mm. Right. So, so when you get the business percolating and you have all the systems in place and you're executing, that gives you freedom. It gives you time. And that is a wonderful thing. So even outside the business, this is what I consider success. If you really dislike getting your car washed and picking up dry cleaning, if you're a successful business owner, you could pay somebody to do that. That's success because it's freeing you up. And that, that's, that's my definition anyway of, of, of real success. And that's beautiful, Tom. And that's exactly like our model and what we gear for. That's, that's like our goal for our franchisees. Like, can you make more money? Can you have more time? And can you have more magic? And so we focus on those three things. Can you make more money? Or how do we make more money? How do we give you more time? And how do we give you more magic? And we do that um, with, uh, and I'll step into it a little bit more. We kind of do it with, I, I didn't know this at the beginning either. Nobody kind of told me that this is, uh, this is something you have to do, but you know, most companies have great systems and processes and that's why they franchise, right? So you have a great company, got a great concept. You, you, you're like, I can teach this to anybody that wants to learn, right? And so you, you put people through your system and you find the right candidate. So you think, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, all your systems were green light. Go, go, go. This is the right candidate. He, he's really into this. And all of a sudden, uh, a candidate comes, they buy the, the brand and, you know, they're not, they're not acting like they promised you they would act. And so I've realized, Tom, that franchising um, is about, it's easy, again, it's easy to say, but it's about leadership. And it's not just about like leadership on systems and processes, because yeah, you can tell somebody how to press the button. You can tell somebody how to cook, but it's about getting that mindset correctly so that they can feel fulfilled. They can feel engaged. They can feel activated. They can want to go and push that company to the next level. Yeah. So it's almost like a little bit of coaching, like meant like, like, like coaching as a, as a business coach. Mm -hmm. And so in my opinion, a good brand has also a good coaching program. And that's what we've created here at physical therapy now. 
Oh, cool. That's a great way to say it. Um, because I've actually got calls from coaches, business coaches who say, Hey, how can I break into franchising? And, and, you know, franchisees need help. And, and the fact of the matter is it's difficult because the franchise or the corporate office is supposed to be the coach. And many of them are not. And that's why we, we kind of pre-screen the franchises. We don't work with all of them. We want to know that they have a great support system like um, physical therapy now has. And yeah. that's really important. But I got to go back a step. You had mentioned something about helping your franchisees create magic. What do you mean by that? Oh, great question. So magic is what do you do when you have more money and more time? You have more magic. And magic is whatever you want it to be, more vacations. You know, you want to buy that house. You want to buy that boat. You want to buy that yacht. You want to take your family to Europe for 30 days. That's magical. And, and, and once we identify, you know, the reason why and what kind of magic you want, then as a coach, what we do is we kind of reverse engineer that and we say, okay, well, if you want the million dollars, here's your KPIs. This is what you have to perform like. And, but, but let me ask you something. Why do you want to have that boat? Like, what is that boat going to bring you? Well, Andy, I just, I just want a boat. Well, what is that boat going to bring you? And so we go down into like the subconscious level and say, well, it's going to bring you memories and happiness and lifelong memories for your children. And so maybe that's why you want that boat. Oh, yeah, Andy, I, I do want it for memories and my family and, uh, you know, so they can have more experiences. And so once we get to that why, you know, and, and this is not new, this is, it's studied by a, a lot of different people and getting to your whys, but we try to get to the why at the beginning before the candidate uh, purchases and during the, during the course of your um, partnership, right? Cause it's like almost like a partnership with physical therapy. Now we make you aware of why you did this in the first place. And so you're always having that motivation, that drive, that energy um, to, to, to make it successful. And, and that's kind of like the difference in what we've done compared to everybody else. I love it. Wow. I love that. Um, on so many levels, my, my head is spinning. I don't even know what to ask next. So, <laughs> so that's what it's all about is, is the why. There's so many people who sit there. They might read a book called like The Secret. I don't know if you ever read that book or saw that movie. And they're like, I, I'm attracting a million dollars. I'm attracting a million dollars. And they're, and they're not knowing why they just, I want a million dollars so I can pay my bills. I want a million dollars. So, you know, but it's not a, that's not a strong enough why. So you need a really strong why to, to move you, get you motivated in the morning, get out of bed and, and make it happen. It's all about the why. But on that note, I gotta, I gotta share something with you really quick. Um, so for Christmas, hang on a second. I, I gotta get this thing. Um, my, my wife bought me this. Uh, I didn't put it on my wall yet. Oh, wow. Now you're talking. Remember your why. Like, you got to tell me where she bought it so I can put that in my, in my office. <laughs> Purpose, humility, and goals. That is a beautiful poster. <laughs> it's it's right. amazing. So I just had to share that. It's crazy. Um, really, it's really unbelievable. And, and so the, the why is where the magic is. And, and, um, and that's my, you know, my, my first book is down there. The, the, you can't really see it well, but it's the magic of choosing uncertainties, magic. And when you choose uncertainty, you're choosing faith in yourself and, and your creator. 
And, and so when you buy a franchise, you are choosing yourself and you're choosing your faith. And, and that's what makes magic happen. And, and right. so, again, that's a whole nother podcast we could do. <laughs> well, yeah, it's all about magic in life and it's all about your why. And, and to be honest, it's not as easy as to say, oh, well, this is why I want this. Right. It's really you have to have some time to yourself. And then frequently visit yourself and your own time and your own head and your own space to say, am I meeting my goals? Am I here? And if you have an, an accountability team like us, like, hey, you know, we said that we were going to do this for this. Like, where are you? With love, with, with compassion, with care, with, uh, but with, with accountability, right? Because we don't just want a successful person that make a million dollars. Like, our goal is really for you to be fulfilled, in life and doing the right thing. And, and that's our goal. So let me ask you a personal question. What is your why? Oh my God. So that's a great question. And I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> so, you know, I do this for my kids. I do this so that my kids um, don't have to go through the same struggles that I did as a, as a young kid. You know, I'm, I was, I was raised by a single parent, two kids, we lived uh, with another family in a one-bedroom apartment. So we were like six people in a one-bedroom apartment. Wow. Uh, grew up very, very poor. Um, you know, and I, like, I remember not even being able uh, to do any sports while all my other friends were like in football leagues and baseball leagues and soccer leagues. And my mom was like, no, we don't have money for that. And my lovely mother was still alive. Uh, she actually, uh, she works with me now. She's... Uh, She's like, I couldn't thank her enough for what she did for us. Um, but, you know, I don't want my kids to have the same struggles that I do. And I want to leave them with education and I want to leave them with the right tools so that they can have a better chance at succeeding faster. Not succeeding, just having a little bit of an edge um, at succeeding. Because, you know, if you have some of the tools and by tools, I mean resources, money, um, you know, homes, uh, maybe a car, maybe, maybe school paid for, but just schools and, and, uh, and not only schools, but having something that I call like vision, because as a poor kid, one of the things that we don't have, and this is the problem with the low income community is that we have no vision. Like my mom didn't know any attorneys or doctors or accountants or CPAs or, or professionals, like just wasn't her network. So we had nobody to talk to. We saw TV, but that's all we did. So one of the things that I want to be able to provide with all the resources that I've created is vision and giving my kids that vision. And so that's why I work so hard to, to, to be able to give them those tools and resources. That is fantastic. I love that. And thank you for sharing your personal why. That's really cool. No, no problem, well, Tom. Andy, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, very easy. Uh, physicaltherapynow.com. You can just send a, you know, we have a, a submit button there, a form that you can, it goes directly to me. Or you can email a Zapata, that's A for Andy, Z-A-P-A-T-A at physicaltherapynow.com. Or just put my name in, in uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, anywhere you want, Andy Zapata. Pretty much, there's like two of us in the world right now. So <laughs> you're going to hit 50% chance you're going to hit one of them. 
funny. So, um, and, and if you happen to be driving right now, listening to this podcast or jogging, uh, which would be a great thing. You should be out there exercising, listening to podcasts while you're exercising. Um, when you get home, just go to thefranchiseacademy.com and all of Andy's information will be up there and uh, you'll be able to contact him directly. So Andy, I want to thank you for coming on the uh, Franchise Academy and, and sharing some of your deepest uh, secrets with us. Well, there's much more. So hopefully we get to do this again. And uh, thank you, Tom, you know, for giving me the space and opportunity to share some value with your listeners. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Andy. God bless you. And we'll talk to you soon. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration. Thank you.